guys, what's going on? Welcome back to another Stephen Covey podcast. So you know what? Today we're going to go over the smart trust matrix. Now, we are just about finished. Possibly even five episodes left. All right, and we're going to be done with such a sensational and life-changing book. And I'm so absolutely grateful that all of you have been tuning into this for a very, very long time from all over the world. And I can't thank you guys enough. And I truly hope that you guys have enabled yourself and put yourself out there to ask these questions about so many different things with all your relationships in life. So now, because we're getting into the end of this, yes, I'm going to put together possibly some kind of paid webinar. I'm not exactly sure yet, but I want to make sure I sum this all up. For those of you who are wondering wondering what's going to happen next, well, of course, I will be going and diving into Dr. Joe Dispenza's uh, Becoming Supernatural. I heard that this book is beyond phenomenal, and I do believe that that holds a key to Uh, Some more unlockings. (laughs) So I'm going to be getting into that very, very soon. But until then, I want to sum up Robert Kiyosaki's uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad and break this down in micro as much as I possibly can. So I'm very excited about that. And of course, I've been listening to the audio program as much as I possibly can. So guys, stay all tuned and stay and just be ready for that and whatnot. But right now, today, I'm just going to give you an introduction to the smart matrix. After this, I'm going to go into the zones of the matrix. So I want to make sure I don't oversaturate you with too much information because if I do, it might become a problem. And just to give you a nice little insight, I did an ESL podcast, my other podcast, which some of you do listen to, um, with uh, ESL English as a Second Language with a teacher from Nebraska. Well, originally from South Dakota, but living in Nebraska. And she has talked a lot about slowing down the speech, and she's given me feedback. So normally when I speak on here, I speak very, very quickly, and I stumble over my words. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to slow this down a little bit. So now I've literally reduced the speed that I'm actually speaking at um, to a rate that other people around the world can listen to me rather than just, of course, the Western countries. Now, the reason why my ESL podcast is so good is probably because I can slow down my speech. This is why 50 countries listen to my podcast like every five episodes. So with that being said... I'm slowing this bad boy down, and I'm going to give you guys a good and a vast variety of different examples. And you know what? When I slow my speech down, I don't reuse and recycle my words either, which is really cool because, you know, I've listened to my Instagram TV, and I'm like, whoa, uh, 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 just cringing like crazy. But nonetheless, let's get into this. So learning how to extend smart trust is a function of two factors, okay? You have... The propensity to trust and the analysis, right? So the propensity to trust is primarily a matter of the heart. It's the tendency, the inclination, or the predisposition to believe that people are worth of trust and a desire to extend it to them freely. Now, it was very hard for, remember I told you about my content writer. In the very beginning, it was very, very difficult for me to trust her because I'm like, well, I never really met you. You want me to do this? You want me to give you a password? Are you crazy? But the more I trusted her, 
And the more we went on, the more I just let things go. You know what I mean? Just because I wasn't used and I'm not accustomed to trusting people like that. Because, again, me being through the, you know, having gone through this life that I've been through, I just cannot trust people on a scale like that. But luckily, with her goodwill and, you know, where her heart was, she was excellent and very, very trustworthy. Right? So... The degree to which you have this tendency may be, de- may be due to your inherent personality, right? To the way important people in your life have or have not trusted you or to your own experience. It could be both good or bad in trusting others or most likely to a combination of all those factors. So an analysis is primarily a matter of the mind. It's the ability to analyze, evaluate, theorize. And consider those implications and possibilities and come up with logical decisions and solutions. So again, the degree to which you have the strong analysis may be due to a variety of combination or a combination of factors, including your natural gifts, your abilities, your education, and the way you think, your style, and your life experience. A lot of you right now, you're probably having things and you're probably taking notes because Things are going to start coming up and you're going to start saying, hey, oh, hey, oh, hey, oh, right? Because things are going to start coming. They're going to start coming to you. So where do you fit in between? So as you think about these two factors, right, the propensity to trust and analysis, how would you rate yourself on each? How would you rate yourself on each? And so when it comes to, of course – Rating yourself and, you know, thinking, okay, how is the propensity of trust? How do do I extend it? Am I able to learn? There's a, a wide range of different factors that come together. But it could be in the, just take it, take it, for example, your family. Okay, do you have the ability to trust your family? Do you have the propensity to just let that trust go freely? Or is it much more difficult for you to trust them? Where do you normally trust and where do you normally not trust? So kind of like with friends. You know what? Remember what I told you guys. You haven't heard the podcast yet. And yes, I'm still going to allow it to debut on August the 19th because I do believe that I'm still one step out of that place. But my ability to trust this other lady, it formulated after I told her the entire story last August in regards to working at this bank that I do, this side gig. But in just eight months and after a massive problem, next thing you know, she threw me right under the bus. So can I ever trust her again? It's kind of like the guy that goes back and remarries the woman that he just married. You're a damn fool. And you divorce her again? I can't. I can no longer trust her. And so now I'm in a a little bit of – I'm between a rock and a hard place. Why? Because, well, the problem is that – This specific group, these top executives, these financial advisors, they want me to teach them because obviously I'm the shit at what I do. I got the capabilities and the results are magnificent. However, 
the other guy that actually has that contract, he's trying to persuade me to do it. And I'm telling him, she's lying to you. She wants me to agree so she could go back to her friend at the top, the F, pass and bypass all the middlemen and try to relay all the information of me accepting this contract through you to the two women only to bury that relationship and lose everything so she can take the driver's seat and allow the language center that she is in a co- collaboration with to come in and do it as she wanted from the very beginning. So the propensity to trust, it, it's not freely, it's not free whatsoever anymore. And you know what? Ray Lewis, one of the greatest linebackers or probably the greatest linebacker in NFL history, he said, trust or, or respect is earned. And so I can no longer trust her, regardless if she comes to me and tells me whatever story she does. The only way I'm going to be able to keep this contract is by saying, you know what, I'm just going to stick with these two women. Y'all could give this specific class Tuesday to someone else. So the CEO of the company is like, hey, man, let me talk to you on the, the 30th. I'm like, dude, whatever you say, man, I mean, I love you as I do my next breath. But if I go there and you try persuading me, you already know what the answer is. You know I can't trust that woman. You believe that she's telling you this, but in fact, she doesn't like you. She doesn't like me, and she doesn't like the other women I'm working for. She's a snake. She's what we call a parasite. She's a bad apple. The bad apple spoils the bunch, so to speak. You let her in, she's going to terminate everything. So, now let's go into the next one. How would you rate yourself in each? I love giving you these side stories so you can actually get an example, right? Do you typically tend to trust people easily or do you tend to be suspicious and hold things close? That's me. Do you tend to analyze, theorize, and ponder over things or do you give problems your attention and then move on? To what degree do you think your present tendencies add to or reduce your ability to extend Smart trust. So now that I've gone over this beginning, okay, we can now get into the other aspects of this. And this is breaking down the zones because you guys are like, ooh, suspicion. Yeah, in the next podcast, I'll be getting into that. So guys, with that being said, (sighs) lots of stories, lots of breakdowns. But I do believe because I slowed my speech down, this ended up being far more successful than the other podcasts I have done. So, guys, if you like this, please let me know. Please share. Please leave a review on the Apple iStore or wherever. And I'll be more than happy to uh, thank you guys with open arms. So, guys, stay tuned for the next podcast. You guys already know who it is, man. I'm your crazy-ass host, Arsenio. Over and out.